You are listening to From Sobriety to Recovery with Jesse Mogul, episode 79. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to From Sobriety to Recovery. I am your host, Jesse Mogul, and I am in addiction recovery, and it is awesome. Absolutely awesome. Life is grand. Life life is grand, and I think I've been on like a ten and a half hour work high right now, and I've just been <laughs> soaring today. It's uh it's it's been a great summer as we wrap up August and, and move into September, closing out the third quarter of the year. It's uh, you know, pandemic aside. I'm not calling this year a wash. I have told you and talked to you and discussed with you and conversated with you that you are not going to let this year be a wash. You are going to step into your meant to be your highest self. And I could get very woo woo right now because I'm I'm really pumped up. I mean, I'm out of my mind right now. <laughs> I'm just I feel like I've just gone from one great conversation to meeting to to inspirational moment. And I met with my home group tonight and we had a really amazing conversation about vulnerability. And it's just uh, I really feel like things are are, are clicking in my brain as I move forward with the creation of my brand new uh, coaching program that will be centered around really just bringing out your best in your sobriety and recovery. You know, it's from survival to thrival is uh, what I'm loosely calling it right now. So I'm super pumped about that. It is, uh, I really think I'm going to stick to from survival to thrival because uh, I've had so many listeners who've been following me for, for, you know, since the very beginning, or they've at least found me at the beginning and gone all the way and caught up where they really, their messages to me really talk so inspirationally about how I've gotten them to step out of just, and maybe this is you, maybe I'm literally talking to you who have sent this message right now about how I've been all in their ears about we're not just surviving anymore. We're thriving in sobriety and recovery. And that is, that is it. Right, oh, right now I'm uh, having a, had communications with one of my listeners, and you're probably listening right now as well, uh, who's doing some amazing workout stuff in her life, and it's really cool following her on Instagram, uh, posting about it, and, you know, and it just you can see the enthusiasm in uh, in in her face when she posts these pictures, and you know, uh, my book. College Success Habits, The Seven Powerful Principles to Help You Succeed in College and Beyond is about my seven powerful principles. Does that, that was repetitive. Anyways, we're not going to edit that out. We're going to leave it for sure. <laughs> so my point is that uh, of my seven powerful principles, number five is embrace discipline. And when I see her posting these pictures, you know, she's really embracing discipline. And in embracing discipline is, you know, just you move past willpower because you've really honed in on your why and you're you're stepping into the power that's always been within that we muted at a younger age because of some traumas and suffering. And, and then next thing you know, we find addictive substances. And before you know it, we're at whatever age we're at when we're finally, Oh, wow, man, boy, did I, okay. I could have done it a little bit better then. Let's do it better now. And I, you know, talked about recently in a Facebook post about best time to plant a tree 20 years ago or today, right? It doesn't, it's like, okay, could have done it 20 years ago, but oh well, going to do it today then. Because either way, time's going to pass. 
you're going to have a, another day, another week, another month, a year, five year, 10 year, 20 years. Time is going to pass. And, you know, blessed be the universe to let us stay on this planet longer. And, and you know, that happens. And we wake up and we look around and wonder, what is this life we've created? If we're not stepping into our awareness and stepping into our groundedness and really paying attention to what we're doing on a day-to-day basis, we can literally just let life, you know, is it zooming past us? Are we missing it? Are, Are we tranced out? right? Off in our own heads, not paying attention to our day-to-day lives, just sort of going through the motions. And you can do that. We've done it in, for years in addiction. And it didn't work for us because next thing you know, you wake up and you're like, wow, where the hell did all of my ambition go? And where did all of my uh, you know, ideas about what I wanted to do for the future go? I had this thing I used to constantly ask myself when I was using. And it was, at what age do you go from being a person who had tons of potential to being a person who wasted tons of potential? I asked myself that all the time. I mean, every single day. And that is not an exaggeration. And you know how I feel about definitives. I mean, literally, it was just like, dude, are you wasting your potential? Are you wasting your potential? Straight A student in high school, ambition out the wazoo when you got to college and you just turned it all over to LSD, cocaine and liquor and weed. Like, are you going to, what in the hell? And each time I dropped one of the drugs and, and each time I moved up and I got more mature and I thought, okay, finally, here it comes, man. Here comes that. You're going to finally reach your potential or at least start working toward the potential. And Another year would go by and I'd still be drinking my days away, still trying to figure out what it is that I'm even trying to do. And so I ask myself that so often, when do I start wasting the potential? When do I live up to the potential? And this is what we're talking about with from from survival to thrival. Okay, and this is what we're talking about, about being aware of, of your intentions, of understanding your why, moving past the white-knuckling phase of sobriety, even even as much jubilance. I still think I'm on a pink cloud once in a while. That it, that, that brings to you, it's like understanding that, one, yes, I think that pink cloud can exist forever. I think there is zero reason why you cannot wake up every single day and be in a state of love with your sobriety and recovery. And I think that comes from being mindful, being thoughtful of what's going on in your life, being fully present and getting out of trance. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about a state of trance. Now, one, I came up with that title because I'm absolutely obsessed with Armin Van Buren's A State of Trance on YouTube. I listen to it every week. I'm constantly downloading music that he plays. I'm still a trance head. I love me, my alt-rock Sirius XM channel. I love, you know, all kinds of new music. And I'm still, you know, I'm still a hippie at heart. Dead fish, widespread, leftover, all of them, no problem. You know, I can listen to any of those bands and be happy with it. But I will tell you what, when I put on some trance, it is, I mean, uh, it is just the pulse of, if the, the planet Earth could create music, it would create trance. And I know it sounds absurd and you're about ready to turn me off, so hear me out, <laughs> hear me out. Because trance music is made from electricity 
because right you need electricity to you know power the keyboard and the the DJ and the turntables and all the software and everything. I generally believe that electricity creates trance, whereas you know a guitar you can just play it without electricity. Well, the Earth spinning around in the universe, it, it's creating those electromagnetic fields. Therefore, it's electric, electromagnetic fields. It is creating electricity. So I literally believe that the electricity the Earth creates would sound like trance music if you could hear it. And I love trance music, and I think I've waxed poetically enough about trance music at this point to uh, to have hammered the point home, so to speak. Where I decided to discuss trancing out in life and letting things just pass you by and not even being aware of what's going on around you. And meanwhile, Gargamel's chilling out high on mushrooms in a bush with this crazy cat Gargamel. You know, was it Gargamel? Was the cat or was it the crazy guy in Smurfs? Either way, he's hiding in a bush. He's going to try to throw you in a bag because you're not paying attention and you're wandering around going la, 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 la. Right? We all want to be happy. We all want to just be, you know, kicking it fancy free a lot. But we also want to be paying attention to our lives, noticing the direction that they're going, working toward an, a goal, you know, enjoying the journey and, and being at least aware enough of the destination to to know the steps that we need to take in order to get there. The destination might look completely different than what we thought it was going to look like when we initially started the journey. Right? I might say, okay, I'm going to do the Appalachian Trail, and I can't wait to stop at all these points and eventually end up in Maine, and that's great, all the way from Georgia, here I come, Maine. Right? You don't know what that journey is going to look like along the way, and you're not even really sure what the destination is going to look like by the time you get there. But you've at least made a plan. Planning is priceless. Plans are worthless. Right? You want to know that you've planned, but you want to be flexible. Powerful principle number six, exercise flexibility. You want to be flexible in the execution of that plan. Now, when we trance out and we stop paying attention and we sort of go off in la-la land and get stuck in our heads all the time, right? Next thing you know, things are happening around you and you come to and you're like, how did I get to work? I don't even remember that drive. I don't even remember my morning routine, right? We're not present in our lives. Next thing you know, you've gone to the restroom and brushed your teeth and taken a shower and talked to your family or whoever's in your house with you or, in, you know, you've pet, pet your dog and you don't even remember it, right? You get to work and you're like, well, I don't, I don't even know what the hell, what the hell happened in the last two hours? What did I even do? Was I even there? Or was I just sort of a spectator in my own life? What triggered this? <laughs> Why, Jesse, do you want to discuss a state of trance today? of all days, because I've certainly caught myself in trance plenty of times in my life. Today, I'm driving, and I'm at a stoplight, and red to green, and I mean, I'm in my head, and I'm actually thinking about live music, and when live music will come back after the pandemic, and all the bands that I want to hear, and what happens when I leave LA, and I move to Vegas, and all of a sudden, my live music venues that I love so much have changed, and do the same bands that come to LA come to Vegas, and what, what would they want, how long would it take me to drive back, and where would I stay? I mean, literally, I'm like deep in thought about live music and how that's going to look when I finally move to Vegas, <laughs> and it has nothing to do with the world that's happening in front of me right now. So the light turns green, and I hit the gas like any normal person would, except no cars follow me. 
and this is a gigantic intersection. So there's plenty of opportunity. There's plenty of seconds that, that transpire from me hitting the gas until I realize why none of the cars are following me. And I look off into my right and stopped at the light with all the other cars is an ambulance. Like I think it was an ambulance and then some sort of emergency vehicle, but not a cop car, not a, not a fire department thing, but not another ambulance. I don't really know how to explain it, but let's just go with two ambulance. Ambulance I, is it? plural, like octopi? I'm not sure. Anyways, I am so hyper right now. <laughs> Reel it in, bro. <laughs> I think I've been so, I've been thinking about this topic all day long and I almost switched it over to how to write a gratitude list, but I'm, I'm holding firm because this, it really spoke to me, a state of trance when this happened today. So I'm in the intersection. Whew. Let me get grounded for a second. Let me be present in this podcast because I'm super pumped and I definitely could just fly through this and talk so much about being in a state of trance, but breathing, breathing. I'm in the intersection and here's two ambulances waiting and they're waiting for my dumbass to stop driving through the intersection so they can go off and do their awesome ambulance stuff like save a life, be there for the community. And here I am, tranced out in my head, and honest to goodness, I didn't even notice them there. I don't know how long they've been sitting there, right? Like the light turned red, and there was clearly amount of time where the light had turned red, so they couldn't just go with the flow of traffic that they were in. So they had to have stopped in order to wait to make sure that the people going in my direction weren't going to just fly out and hit them. So I assume it wasn't for a lot of seconds, but it was enough time that everyone in all four directions had stopped. And my jackass goes. And I wasn't being rude. And on purposefully, I literally didn't see them there. And it wasn't until I got about a fifth of the way into the intersections, so I'm the so I'm not even in front of the ambulances. In fact, they've got another fifty feet in in front of my car. I am so far away from them. It was a big intersection. I'm not exaggerating this. It was humongous, and so they have the space, and I have to stop. You know, probably twenty feet in front of all the other cars that were waiting with me, and. I'm just, and I literally, I just put my hand over my face and I just, I like literally, I made sure my, my movements were really exaggerated. I just put my hands over my face and like shook my head and I just put both hands up in front of my windshield so that the people driving the ambulance, and I just shook my head, just, you know, air apologize, try to show the mannerisms of someone who just was utterly ridiculous and embarrassed by the fact that I wasn't paying attention enough to even notice the ambulances. And worst case scenario for me is that besides the fact that I could have just driven out there and you know crossed in front of them, what had they decided to fly out from that green light? Or what if somebody else had decided to run a red light? Like sitting there tranced out in my head, not paying attention to the road, not paying attention. And I am in a love affair with my Hyundai Santa Fe. I absolutely love this car. I baby it. I wash it. I keep it oil changed and air pressure in the tires. And I, uh, I make sure this car is well fed. It is well taken care of. So I say all that to really bring home 
the point that I do not drive this car recklessly. I do not do ridiculous things in this car. I will go 80, 85 with the flow of traffic, but I am not like Mario Andretti in this thing. It is not a race to get to places. I do not drive recklessly. I am, I, what, do I, what do I call it? I am uh, defensively aggressive is what my mom taught me to drive. Be defensive and pay attention to the world around you while you're in your car, but also don't sit there and go, you know, the speed limit in the fast lane on the interstate. Be defensively aggressive. Know how to move your car from lane to lane and be safe about it. So again, saying all that to let you know that I don't normally just trance out in my car and stop paying attention to the road around me. I'm very observant, but not today and not in this moment. And this is not the first time that I have tranced out in my car or just tranced out in my life. But this is the first time where I've literally almost cut off a freaking ambulance. Like, that is unacceptable. So, we've discussed why not getting into a state of trance is important. You miss your entire life. Things pass by. You wake up one day and you're like, what the hell is going on around here? You know, we did that. We already know what that feels like. We already know what that looks like and sounds like. We did that all throughout our addiction. All right, we're discussing what being a state of trance is. It is just not paying attention to the world around you, whether it's while you're brushing your teeth or taking a shower. And this is one of the things, and let me let me make this clear throughout what I've learned and studied, and you probably are aware of this as well, maybe even more so than I, that our minds habituate activities in order to not have to use a ton of energy to complete them. There's a reason why you have the best ideas of your entire life while you're going for a jog or taking a shower or driving to work because your brain really has habituated that whole process so much that it just it really just can go in cruise control. I know car pun totally intended, right? So you brush in your teeth, you're off in la-la land. You don't have to think about, you know, going up and down in, in tiny little circles, right? You all know not to go back and forth, you know, to go little tiny circles and up and down and keep your bristles off your gums. I've got some major gum issues from not paying attention to that. So you know what? Little gem, just throwing it out there. You use with it as you will. So we know how to brush our teeth. So our brains, they go off in la-la land. We know how to get to work, right? We're, we know to drive a car, right? We're very consciously competent about how to drive a car. So our brains can basically, and we've done this, I know you have, where you don't even really know how you got to work. You just, light, right, lights turn red, lights turn green, car in front of you hits the brakes, whatever. It's like you do it and your brain's still off doing other things. And it's great that the brain can habituate certain activities in order for us not to expend a lot of energy in order to complete them, right? Because if we didn't habituate everything and every single day we had to re-remember how to tie our shoes, life would get super exhausting. How you put on pants, you, you have a way. You may not have ever thought about it, but you have a way. You, you do these repetitive actions every single day of your life. Just like our thoughts can be like, 80% the same every single day, right? I talked about this on the previous episode. 50,000 thoughts a day, 45,000 of those are basically reruns of the previous day. Most of your life is basically a rerun of the previous day, which is how we can get stuck in this trance mode, right? So 
as I was like after this whole thing, right? The embarrassment of me almost cutting off an ambulance. It ends, ambulance goes, you know, they go off and do their awesome ambulance stuff, you know, blessed be whoever was ended up in that ambulance. If there was already someone in there, right? May everything have worked out just fine. And my 15 second delay, I caused them not have caused any damage. And, you know, <laughs> trying to stay away from deeper guilt here, but I really should have been paying attention to the road better. And maybe you've caught yourself in this situation. So how do you get yourself out of trance? Right? The first thing, and I tried right out the gate, just being like, okay, after I got over the shame over the next few minutes, just being like, oh my God, every single car that is passing me right now is literally looking at me like, way to go, dumbass. <laughs> and so, so I get on the interstate and so I'm like, okay, got to snap out of trance, got to get out of your head. Let's be aware of what's going on around us right now. What are you going to do? And so I, what I, what, one of my favorite things to do, and I did these things out of order. So let me go ahead and put them in order for you now, even though I did them out of order. First thing to do is start to just take some very deep breaths and really pay attention to your deep breaths. Okay. Because automatic functions of the body are like breathing. You don't have to think about breathing to breathe. It's just something that happens. Now, you can be consciously observing your actions, right? We, so we, we have this, you know, unconscious action thing where we're just, you don't have to be paying attention to it at all. You just breathe. And that's great that we can have have these, you know, tranced out things like breathing and walking. You don't have to sit there and think, okay, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. Okay, bring up toes and set down heel. It just happens. But you can bring these actions into your conscious mind by just focusing on them and really counting out the seconds of your breathing, right? One of my favorites, four in, four hold, four out. Now, when I'm driving, I don't necessarily want to hold it for four just in case I get a little bit buzzed in the head. So four, two, four tends to be what I'll do. And so I started to do that in order to just bring my consciousness back into my body. Another thing I really like doing, especially when I'm driving, is to really pay attention to the kind of cars and trucks that I'm passing. So I read the side of all of the semi-trucks. I think I, I came, I created a song like, uh, oh yeah, so I passed like a steam shovel or like a one of those things with a big scooper, right? I call them a land mover. I don't really know if that's what they're called, but that's the song I created. It So it was like, I am a land mover. Land moving is what I do. I am a land mover. Let me move that dirt for you. And <laughs> I'm a land mover. That's what I do. I am a land mover. Let me move that dirt for you. <laughs> I'm singing this down the interstate at the top of my lungs over the, the alt rock station. <laughs> and it went on for minutes. And I passed that land mover. And it did not matter. I was so happy with myself for coming up with that song off the top of my head. So if you would like to be remembering the I am a land mover song, I am a land mover. That's what I do. I am a land mover. Let me move that dirt for you. So I'm just saying if it happens to come out as one of the best trance tracks of all time next week, I'm not saying that I'm the one who created that. I, I just merely laid down the, the, the lyrics. What you do with it is what you will. So pay attention to the cars that are... <laughs> I'm really feeling out there and back today, guys. Um, <laughs> Paul Van Dyke reference for any of y'all who know that guy. Um, really important. 
to be paying attention to what's going on on the road, right? Life and death situations are happening all around you. So pay attention to the trees, you know, don't turn left or turn right and just stare at the world that you're passing by when the world that's happening in front of your vehicle is super important. But we you know right? we're all moving our heads left to right. We're really taking in our peripherals. We're taking in the entire scene of the road, paying attention to what's happening four or five cars ahead, if that's where we can notice. In LA, you better be anticipating those, those red lights. Um, even on the way to, to finish up my ride along the interstate, all of a sudden people start slamming on their brakes. And so I, you know, paying attention by this point starts to slow down as well. I go to change lanes, figuring there'd be an opportunity to see what's happening far ahead. There's a cop car in, in Los Angeles. When the cops want to slow you down or stop you on the interstate, they they get into all the lanes and they start to, to do this big swervy you know, picture like a up and down the highway swerving across every single lane. And they just do this big sweeping, you know, S all the way up the road until they finally have gotten everyone to slow down enough. And then they'll stop and then they'll block lanes. And then whatever's happening up ahead can be dealt with. Um, I took the exit ramp and, and went up a few ways until the, until the, the Google Maps told me that it was no longer blocked. And when I got up back on the interstate, there was uh, street sweepers cleaning up uh, parts of cars. So there had been an accident. All right. But I was observant and I was aware and I was paying attention. And you know, somebody else who was tranced out, perhaps, and again, I'm mind reading here. I don't know why the car accident happened, but oftentimes people end up rear ending each other at very high speeds. And when they do that, you got to imagine it's like, Boy, you know, were you following too close or were you just tranced out? So how do you get yourself out of the trance? That's a really good question. You need to ask yourself that. For me, deep breathing. For me, paying attention to the what's happening around me on the road. And, you know, maybe making up a land mover song or, you know, counting the, the different kinds of states I see on license plates. In your normal day-to-day life, and Jim Quick talks about this in his Limitless book, uh, and I posted about that book recently on my Instagram account. You know, he talks about brushing your teeth with your non-dominant hand, right? And I really love that idea. So I've started to do that. So now I brush my teeth with my left hand. It is super not easy and by no means habituated. So I'm really present during that brushing of the teeth because I'm not used to the sensation of my left hand being in charge of that otherwise habituated activity. Right when it comes to being in the shower, you know one of the one of my newest favorite things to do is to uh, shower with cold water, and I read somewhere that it's really good for the uh, central nervous system, and f- to uh, gray fat and all this stuff. Google why you should shower in cold water, and you can figure out whether that's something you should do or not, or even desire to do. It's not fun. <laughs> I don't care. I get that I've been doing it for a couple months now and I've increased myself up to, you know, a handful of minutes, but I'm telling you what, it's, it's still not, you know, it's not as desirable as a hot shower, but it certainly pulls you into the present moment, you know, and you really start to pay attention to your breathing, especially because a lot of, of, I think a majority of your lungs are actually located on the backside of your body. And so when you turn around and you put that cold water on your back, watch your breath skip a beat. It's actually more of a skip than it is whenever the water's hitting your chest. It's very interesting, at least for me. That's my experience. So a great way of being present in the shower, turn that water down, right? If you find yourself just trancing out while you cook food, all right, well then 
talk to yourself out loud about what you're doing. Slice, dice, and julienne. What are you doing? Talk about it to yourself. Really be aware of the colors of the vegetables, the smell of the foods that you're creating. Right? Get yourself out of that trance mode so that you don't just let these beautiful moments that happen in your life just pass you by. I get that for at least for me, my experience is constantly staying present in my life. It seems exhausting. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a monk on the top of a tall mountain, you know, practicing some sort of breathing exercise that my entire area has done. I don't know what the I don't know what the, they call places where monks attend their world. But anyways, I don't want to sound ignorant. I just don't. Um, but right, I'm not following some 2,000-year-old breathing practice that a monk's doing on the top of the Himalayas. I only know whatever I know. But more to the point, it's you can be practicing these things in your life. I attempt to practice them as often as possible. Even in this podcast, I keep myself up on my feet. You know, I do this little uh, pace back and forth thing uh, from my from my stand up computer to my sit down computer. I'll do this back and forth on my from my left foot to my right foot, like I'm doing right now. I'm sort of rocking backward and forth. You know, I I I start to sort of do this shimmy from left to right, and I can sit here and do all of this stuff with y'all while I'm doing these movements because it actually keeps me present, and my brain it just it moves like this. It's good for me. So well, I don't know what's good for you. But whatever that is, then you know this is where you have the opportunity to figure it out. And this is where you have now been brought out of trance and brought aware. Now you are consciously aware that there are times in your life when you're tranced out. You may already have been and thought no big deal. But now, since we've discussed it on this podcast, you're going to be really cognizant of it. You're going to be really aware of it. And you're going to strive to pull yourself out of it and get aware and be present, and be mindful. And don't just sit at the dining room table and repeat the same conversation you've had with your loved ones over and over and over and over again, day after day. Ask some really intriguing questions. Really get to know that person eating across from you. Really find out what's making them tick. Express to them what makes you tick. Tell them about something ridiculous that you saw or did today. Like, I don't know, running through a green light and (laughs) almost cutting off an ambulance, right? Like there are things that are happening all around you that will just mesmerize you, that will blow you away, that that will give you uh, signs that there is a higher power. Whatever you're looking for, you will discover if you place your consciousness on it. I'm never going to be able, I'm not never, never, I shouldn't be using definitives. I'm not going to be able to pull this out right now. It's whenever, like I bought a Hyundai Santa Fe and now I see them everywhere. A reticular activated system or activating system. Reticular activating system. When you start thinking about getting a a pug dog, you start seeing pugs everywhere. When you buy a Hyundai Santa Fe, you start seeing every Hyundai Santa Fe on the road. Basically, if you set your mind to start thinking about something, it will start to notice it everywhere you're at. So set your mind. Like today I'm going to notice the different colors of trees, tree leaves. And today I'm going to notice the different colors of cars that pass me by. Or today I'm going to notice every license plate that's from the East Coast and I live in L.A. Whatever works for your geography, right? 
But set your mind to that and then just watch how awesome it is when your mind starts to locate it all and bring it back to you. This will help you get out of trance. There are a ton of different ways to do it. I've just brought you a few, right? But this is what we talk about in NLP all the time. And I'm going to start bringing more NLP into these conversations because I've just gone from master practitioner to NLP trainer. And a lot of the stuff I'm working on for you guys and for the future um, addicts and the future sober curious people is going to have a lot of NLP in it because it's conscious use of languages. Just like I want you to have conscious understanding of your actions, we can also have conscious understanding of the languages we use and, and what we're doing inside of our heads these limiting beliefs, these limiting decisions, right? Well, we can also have other limitations on our life, and it can be a limited, access, limited access to the conscious world around us. We can get lost in our thoughts, lost in our heads, just lost in our, our general day-to-day lives. And if we don't pull ourselves out of it, we're missing the beauty. I am just as guilty, if not more, as anybody else. I am literally doing this podcast to remind myself to be more conscious of my life. I started this podcast as a way of taking all the inputs I'm putting into my brain to bring out the best of in me and my sobriety and recovery. I can't just, you know, knowledge isn't power, it's potential power. It's the, it's the use of that knowledge that the power begins to show itself right? Just like practice makes progress, not perfect. Practice makes permanent, not perfect. Perfect doesn't exist. You will not bat 1,000, which is really good in baseball for you non-baseball people. That means every time you swing at the ball, you hit it, right? That means you're at 100 for 100. You will not bat 1,000 every single day in the effort toward staying consciously aware of the world around you. But you can certainly be a hell of a lot more attentive. You can certainly be a hell of a lot more aware. You can certainly be more consciously competent of your actions through your day-to-day life any moment you choose. Because the alternative could literally be cutting off an ambulance. And that is absolutely a bad case scenario. Worst case scenario, that ambulance didn't even stop. We don't want to be in a situation where we find ourselves having tranced out for five seconds, causing an accident. It takes us a lifetime to make amends for. It it takes a lifetime to overcome I have done some stupid, stupid stuff in my addiction days, jumping into shallow swimming pools, uh, blacking out in foreign countries and waking up in another foreign country. I have a slew of stupid Jesse stories, and I am blessed that the universe has something more in mind for me than being dead at 23 or in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. I have certainly tested the universe's patience to the nth degree. It is time, high time, that I start really, really paying attention to what's going on around me. I don't want to miss the beauty anymore. I don't want you to miss it either. Remember, consciously aware of the world around you is 10,000 times better than tranced out, not paying attention to what's happening, just going through a day-to-day, day-to-day, day-to-day. How on earth are we ever supposed to go from survival to thrival 
in trance mode. It is not going to happen. Let's stop being tranced out all the damn time. I swear, staring at our phones, off in our own head about ridiculous stuff like, where am I going to listen to music in Vegas? Right, Just staring at the TV, letting all the subliminal marketing messages just pump straight into our brains. Step out of the unconscious and into the conscious and start being a part of your life. And then turn to those people who live next to you or those people in your loving inner circle and invite them to be more conscious with you. Together, we can all step out of a state of trance and live the best life ever. All right, that is the end of my inspirational part. I was ready to to stop this at minute 29, and I'm like, no, I just, I cannot stress this enough. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the diatribe. Once again, I am your host, Jesse Mogul, and I am in addiction recovery. As always, inclusivity over exclusivity, the power of positive energy, release and flow. Be aware of the world around you. Step out of a state of trance. And if you like to check out the kind of music I listen to, and this isn't the only kind of music I listen to. It's just a kind of music I listen to. I would recommend you go on YouTube and type in A State of Trance because I'll tell you what, the man plays some great jams and I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to groove it, groove it. I really do. Get your feet moving. Step out of a state of trance and into your life. It's happening all around you. Start paying attention to it. Until we meet again, bye-bye, my friends.